to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. I'm DJ Impact, and I got all of the Vegas bad boys with us tonight. Welcome. We're excited to see you all. We're recording here Sunday night. You can catch us every Sunday, 8 p.m. Pacific. It's 11 Eastern, and that's when we do our wrestling talk. And, um, man, a lot of stuff is going on tonight. A lot of things is going on this week before we get the show. I'll tell you one quick thing, fellas, as I was preparing for the show uh, I know that the uh, the Oscars is on, and it looked like it was about to be a WWE match to take place on that stage. I don't know if you have read or even saw what happened. I watched it live. Nah, what happened? Man, <laughs> Chris Rock made a joke um, about Will Smith's wife, and Will Smith literally got up out of his seat, who was sitting front row, went on the stage, and just slapped him to the face. Nah, you gotta be shit. And I'm me. I'm thinking this is this can't be real. This is I'm waiting for like the punch. But what made him go, this has gotta be real, was there was about a 10 to 15 second delay. As the, as you can tell, they were trying to to delay all the things that was being what? said. And you can watch uh Will Smith's mouth, which was saying, Keep my wife out of uh, uh keep my wife's name out of your motherfucking mouth. I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I guess this is real. So, yeah, I don't know. You guys probably can read up on it. But I was like, man, this is wow. insanity. Man. You know, the only thing I can say to that <laughs> is whatever Jada Pinkett got between her legs or in her heart, she gave to Will Smith. Boy, she got him hypnotized like this motherfucker's in Get Out. Because I ain't never, not never, ever seen somebody sit there and have someone's wife on her own show make you look like boo-boo the fool, and then you just over here <laughs> repping it. I guess. I know, That relationship man. for life. Crazy, crazy. But anyway, guys, um, again, welcome to the show. This is the week that uh, WrestleMania is going to be taking place. It'll be towards the weekend. Uh, just a programming note, we won't be live next week because most of us will be out in Dallas. If you're in the Dallas area, look for us. We're going to hit up some indie shows. We'll be wearing the Vegas Bad Boy shirts like we normally do. Feel free. Say what's up. We would love to meet people who listen to us. And uh, we'll be out in Dallas for that entire weekend. All right. So uh, we will have some shows still uh, being recorded. Uh, one of the big things we're going to be talking about is we have our prediction show. So look out for that. That will be coming up this week. And even next week, uh, normally would be a three-count topic, and that would be uh, Triple H uh, announcing his retirement. But we think it needs to be bigger than we just talking 10 minutes about this. So we're going to do an entire sort of 30-minute uh, presentation or so just on our thoughts on everything. Uh, Triple H, of course, uh, is is just been one of those guys that uh, just been great to watch uh, over the years, and it's just amazing to see that uh, we won't probably get any more of uh, those matches. All right, 
Anyway, we're going to start with this week's show. We always start with the four-way stop, so let's get right to it. All right, with that, Sin City, Steve, I always love to start off with you and know what was your highlights this past week? Well, so uh, simply put, Lesnar and Reigns continue to set the pace. Uh, they continue to be the absolute best part of uh, the lead up to Wrestle- WrestleMania, as they should be. Um, their matches, obviously, unquestionably, the main event of the two night WrestleMania. And they've done a really good job with building this thing up, uh, making it feel like a match for the ages, uh, whether it's with uh, the use of the unification gimmick that, you know, is only going to be around for a few weeks uh, or, um, you know, whatever the situation might be. They've done a great job with making things seem very important. And, uh, you know, keep in mind, this isn't the first time that these guys have wrestled. Um, so they have wrestled in the past. So mm-hmm. I think that they've done a really good job at making things fresh again with this matchup, uh, elsewhere. And, uh, again, this is being recorded Sunday night. Seth Rollins still doesn't have his WrestleMania dance partner, at least publicly. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, now, obviously that may have changed, uh, by the time that you're hearing this, um, as Seth Rollins posted to his Twitter account, a picture of a text message log with Vince, um, that, his presence had been requested uh, in Vince's office on Monday. So obviously (laughs) after losing uh, via DQ to edge uh, Rollins threatened to hold the entire episode of raw hostage uh, on the go home episode of WrestleMania raw um, coming up tomorrow or today, again, depending on when you're listening to this, um, the go home episode of raw before mania. So we'll see where those things go, but those are definitely my headlines. I'm pretty sure it's written in the stars. (laughs) Definitely. All right, let's go right over to you, Mr. Simon Street, man. What was your highlights this week, man? Man, a couple of highlights was uh, NXT 2.0, the conclusion of the women's uh, Dusty Cup, a classic. I mean, it was cool. You know, you got Io Shirai and um, Kaylee Ray as the women's champions. And so now they are going to be coming after them belts at uh, Standard Deliver, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm interested in that. That was my pick going in. Uh, for them to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, too, uh, the things are shaping up more with NXT 2.0 with the um, the championship ladder qualifier. Um, they had a, a good two matches, and so now you got uh, uh, Sokoa and you got uh, Waller, and then we're going to find out some more next week uh, or this upcoming week, so that's pretty cool. And then also, too, uh, Raw. I was having fun because I had my son, and um, we were talking about Kevin. He was seeing Kevin Owens dressed up as Stone Cold, and, and and so my son knows who Stone Cold is, and he sees him, he was straight up said, that ain't Stone Cold, Stone Cold skinny. <laughs> Kevin Owens, he said, who? I told him it's Kevin Owens, but he he was like, he's too big. And so that was the fun thing about it. But then last but not least, almost, or almost, uh, his huge uh, reign of terror, if we'll even call it that, uh, squashed the shit out of uh, uh, AKA wannabe king. Uh, that was pretty cool. So, it was in, in the last but not least, was the AEW Rampage. I actually enjoyed it this week. Uh, uh, Swerve Strickland versus Ricky Starks for the F. Uh, what is it called? The the, the title that we don't title. know was thank you. The, the title that I didn't even know was a real title because I don't watch AEW all the time, but that was a good match. And the aftermath of that as well was pretty interesting. I noticed anytime Keith Lee come out, he always let somebody hit his back fat on the back for a little bit, then it turn around and start hitting somebody. And I just wasn't even, I noticed he does a lot in his matches. It's a very good thing to do. But that was my highlights. 
<laughs> All right, man. Thank you. Uh, Matt Michaels, man, what you got? Uh, I think everyone kind of covered most of this stuff. Um, yeah. You know, uh, the KO Austin thing was, was great, especially because the Chicago fans are fucking idiots. <laughs> Twice. Twice they fell for it. And the best <laughs> shot was uh, when the uh, – the glass broke and they had those audience shots ready there was one black guy who he literally goes holy shit and uh you know they just brought it hook lining sicker so yeah um you know what they should have just played cm punk's music too um yeah i'd also have to say uh the miz uh jacking uh the mask from um from mysterio <laughs> yeah. uh you know and then there was someone uh what i forgot who uh i think it was uh russo who uh, brought up the fact that this was done back you know um in uh wcw and the idea that vince probably didn't even know that this happened in WCW. And it's like, no, he probably didn't. And he doesn't remember it happened on his own television show two other times. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's what happens. But uh, uh, outside of uh, Solo versus Rowdy, uh, which was a great, uh, great little match there, uh, you got to give uh, all the props to the Alpha Academy and their Snickers commercial. Ah. Alpha Academy. I've always, uh, I've always had some, uh, some, some love for those guys, man. I, I want to see them expand out, but it's all right. We'll just keep it with, with them too. So, uh, listen, my, I don't, like you said, everyone's practically said all the highlights. I will say, I am really excited about Veer Mahan, 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 whatever. Veer, he has a set date. Dude, 92 weeks, and you can't get his fucking name right. I know, for real, man. But, well, you, but, but you stuck the landing but you know on what, uh, Shanky. Hey, you, you know what? <laughs> 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 well, you know what? They never say his name. For the last 92 weeks, you just see his name come across the screen and say it's coming soon. So, <laughs> you know. Um, but nevertheless, we got a date for him. So how exciting uh, for that. Um, yeah, I... NXT, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that a, a little bit later. I pretty much was in, in, enjoying uh, the entire show uh, from that one. And from Impact Wrestling, they had a Philadelphia street fight for the women's uh, title, Tasha Steeles versus Mickey James, which was, uh, which was a really um, good match. And, of course, how it ended, was even more crazy and um you had you know chelsea green which has now been uh, a good friend with mickey james decided to just pull a chair which we thought she was just going to attack tasha and, and and savannah but she just sits the chair right there in the middle of the ring and decide to not do anything and watch the and watch both of those women just beat up on uh Mickey James, and then of course that now is going to start some some rift between that, and then who comes out and attack Mickey? Mick, um, Matt Cordona. 
You know, so I mean, I mean, Matt is just, I tell you, anybody named Matt is usually just like a bad guy. That's one thing I've learned about, you know, anyone named like Matt or Matt. Oh, my bad. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike, because I just realized, you know what? I, I'm tripping. Let me, you're not, you're not a bad guy at all, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no objections. He's a different type of guy, but he ain't a bad guy. Right, right, right. All right, y'all. Uh, let's go right to the two sweet for the week. All right, I'm going to go to you first, uh, Simon Street. What was your two sweet for the week? Man, let me tell you, my two sweet what for the week is uh, AEW Dynamite. That that beautiful X-rated confession that Tay Cotty and your boy Sammy Guevara, you know, for those who didn't watch AEW, you know, he was kind of going back and forth with Dan Lambert, as usual. It seems to be the ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're holding new titles and everything, and Tay Cotty was just kind of like, mm. well, why you over there get your lips and your tongue all up on that belt? Just realize me and Sammy <laughs> was up in there, and we was, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sammy was up in there getting them yams. Tay Cotty was getting it. And let me tell you, mm-hmm. boy, uh, it, it, it was too sweet because, you know, if you a man and, and another man is bullshitting with you and you got your fine little little, little tin right with you, mm-hmm. you love to be able to talk some shit and be like, now, you know, uh, you are, you know, tasting what happened oh. with that championship. Oh, boy. So that was my too sweet for the week because when I heard that, I had to run that shit back. That shit was just pure delight. And that picture, by the way, Tay Cotty look good in that belt. She should do some more shit like that. Real, real talk. You know, Sammy Grover, I you know I really don't look at dudes in their shirt off and stuff like Uh-oh. that. But, but what? it looked really nice. It looked really nice. They should do more shit like that. They're cute. Artistic. Couple. Very artistic. Thank you. Very artistic. <laughs> I would like to see them do more things like that. Right now, to me, power wrestling couple right now in wrestling. All right. <laughs> you know what, Matt Michaels? You should follow that. All right, tell us, what was your too sweet for the week? There's only one answer, and that is Seth freaking Rollins <laughs> dominating fucking Raw, man. It was fucking brilliant. I, you know what? If AEW watched that, they would realize how to do a fucking wrestling show. Mm, All right? Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Give you it to cannot- him. This, this man has been fucking absolutely perfect in this fucking role. And boy, it was so wonderful for the Chicago Smart Marks to be chanting Cody's name and Seth to just fucking shoot it down with the quick, yeah, we all like rumors, but you know, it was just brilliant. Right. He was great all around. Yeah. Um, we'll see something happening probably at WrestleMania. It'll probably be the uh the surprise where Cody's music hits and the nine uh, or ten AEW fans at WrestleMania will realize what that is. Everyone else would be clueless because, you know, they watch a real show, not that other show. And then uh, you'll you'll uh, you'll get uh, you know a great match, uh, and you'll see that Cody Rhodes can actually deliver a good match when he's in there working with real wrestlers. So that would be oh, the best thing to uh, to see at WrestleMania. Is Cody Rhodes uh, actually getting a chance to work with a, a real wrestler like Seth Rollins? Oh my, Sin City, you've got to just like come on fire just based on all that. Oh, 
I, I, I know I know what to expect from Michaels every week. And every week he he never ceases to amaze me with just the verbal vomit that comes out of his mouth. Uh, whatever. Anyway, um, uh-huh. as for my two sweets for the week, yeah. uh, let's be real. Gunther. Yes, I'm actually shouting out somebody from NXT. The sound of that chop to Duke Hudson will be something I won't soon forget. And right. I'm sure that Duke Hudson will be feeling for quite some time Absolutely. the effects of that chop. <laughs> um, Gunther beat the absolute piss out of Hudson for that match. Um, obviously, give us give us freaking Gunther versus Breaker, but not yet, please. Uh, continue to build to build Gunther mm-hmm. as a dominant force. Um, obviously, he should. I'm not going to say squash, but he should dispatch of L.A. Knight at Stand and Deliver, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they they need to to continue working toward that. Uh, elsewhere, CM Punk and Dax Harwood. Um, these guys absolutely brought it, and they had an amazing match to kick off Dynamite. Um, I, I said a couple of weeks ago that Tony Khan signed FTR because of their amazing in-ring work. And Dax proved that this week in a singles role, something that we don't really see all that often from him. Um, And quite frankly, Punk looks arguably better in the ring than he did during his time in WWE. And Mm. here's why. He's more rested. He's obviously happier with what he's doing. And so he cares more. Um, That's just, that makes sense. Mm. And it makes a huge difference. And last but not least, the biggest two sweep for the week is... Kevin Owens cosplaying as Sin City Steve <laughs> after all those years of Sin City Steve cosplaying as Kevin Owens. I loved I loved how he came out with the bald head, the beard, the black shirt. I mean, he made it work. Oh, he was cosplaying someone. Else. It doesn't matter. It was me. I think it was you, Sin City. I've, I've seen you in the bar a couple of times hit somebody with a stunner and just start throwing pouring beer on him. So, hey man, there you go. You know, I um. So, I want to say that the Dex Harwood and CM Punk match was a good match as well. I the only thing I was confused was, and maybe I missed this, and I'm I'm being being honest about this, but why were they fighting? Like, what was the what was the reason? <clears throat> I, what did I miss? I missed something a few weeks ago. No, no. You didn't miss anything. Uh, so it was pointless because I was trying to figure out yeah. why should I care. It was a great match, but I'm like, what is the storyline about this? And that's what so the, the storyline was. Punk gets another win over someone <laughs> so no one else can beat him. Why Why right. do they do three quarters of this shit that they do on Raw or SmackDown? But there's usually something. There's a story attached. Story. Even if it's, shitty, if it's shitty, there's usually still a story behind it. But these two were just, like I said, I'm not taking away that it wasn't a good match. I was just trying to figure out why I needed to be invested in it. I think that was my only issue. But I looked at it, it was like, okay, this is great. Like if, if there was something that was, that I- Realistically, yeah. realistically, it was CM Punk's first appearance back uh, since the dog collar match. So it was his first match since the dog collar match. Okay. Um, so they, quite frankly, you know, if you were just an outsider looking in, you would think, okay, well, CM Punk should just squash this guy. Right. But it, it, if you'll notice, AEW, they largely save their squash matches for Rampage or Dark or Dark Elevation. So Okay, no doubt, no doubt. Um, I enjoyed the solo 
Sokoa versus Roderick Strong match. I thought that that was uh, that was really good too. Um, again, I thought all of NXT was uh, was just was just strong from uh, top to bottom. Uh, but definitely, that would have been uh, one of my highlights outside of mentioning Seth and mentioning um, KO as well. I mean, that was that was great stuff. And you know, and might as well mention even on SmackDown, I'm still enjoying you know what we're seeing come from Roman and Brock. I, 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 even that was a great highlight. I just love the fact that when Brock goes and sits on his couch and puts up his feet, it just breaks the table. <laughs> I mean, it's just that's just great. That's just great comedy. Um, so yeah, that would be part of my highlight for the week. But it's nothing better than when we get to this week's WTF. You're gonna be up first, Michael. So get ready. All right, man. What was this week's for you, Mr. Matt Michaels? Well, I started uh, writing. I was like, uh, Los Listerios over Ricochet was just ridiculous. And then I realized I had one what the fuck moment for the week. And that's when I realized I hadn't watched any AEW yet. <laughs> ah, then, then it made sense. Uh, so, does every AEW young wrestler have to have a picture of them as a kid with? an older AEW wrestler so they can use as part of the storyline because it really dates these guys as old fucking men. (laughs) Um, And then Alex Reynolds and John Silver, the number one ranked team in AEW because I don't think I've ever seen them wrestle a tag match on fucking dynamite or rampage. So I guess uh, you know, wrestling a house show, uh, which they don't do, mm-hmm. is a way to get your record up. Um, Daniel Garcia, why is he with the sports entertainers when he was never a sports entertainer? So that's fucking stupid right there. Great logic. Uh, you got the um, <laughs> the wrestling company in AEW who just apparently loves to have guys swung into handrails in the audience and thrown down flights of stairs because that's wrestling right there. Um, and then FTR, the real wrestlers, like Steve said, you know, the reason that ah, Tony Khan signed them is because they were so good. Bah, bah, bah. And yes, they are forced to say the words, the ass boys on TV. Good for you, Tony Khan calling them guys the ass boys and holy shit i'm only 35 minutes into this show what the fuck that first 35 minutes of aew felt like i had been there for three weeks and i'll tell you scott hall even rolled over in his grave because he was like my god this is the longest 35 minutes i've ever spent and uh Went there. Ricky Starks, <laughs> Ricky Starks makes more money than Jay Lethal, TJ. Yeah. Okay. You're done? Sure. Okay. Great. Uh, so, okay. Simon Street, what you got? Wow. Well, y'all not going to believe this, okay. but 
I didn't know at first I didn't have a, a, a WTF for this week. I mean, really, I was uh, somewhat satisfied with wrestling or maybe it's just because I'm just getting ready for WrestleMania weekend and I just didn't give two shits. But I do got something for y'all. OK, what I got is Bo Dallas is coming back. He says he he now has open availability in his schedule, which is funny because I thought he had open available availability in his schedule since he wasn't working in ring anymore. But he does have open availability schedule. And it was reported on Sports Entertainment that Bo Dallas talks about returning back into the ring. Apparently, uh, during a virtual autograph signing, mm-hmm. um, he had revealed that he was planning on returning to the ring the next few months, although he wouldn't give any specific details regarding it. So I thought that was a bit of what the fuck. But then I started thinking to myself and, you know, there's lots of people that need something to believe in. And uh, I'll say this one line and I'll cut it short on what my uh, opinion is of Bo Dallas. But for all those that are sleeping on Bo Dallas, just remember, believe in what you feel inside and give your dreams the wings to fly. You have everything you need if you just believe. All right. That was Josh Groban, everybody. Josh Groban. Sin City Steve, what do you have? <sighs> Dude. Is the list that long? It, so <laughs> so the thing is, I, I, I could build my own what the fuck just from the fucking drivel that comes out of Michaels' mouth on this show every week. <laughs> and that would you be should. enough to fill my time slot. Anyway, um, no, it, it, first things first. Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz getting stacked and pinned like two geeks. <laughs> you know, every year post-Mania, WWE does their budget cuts. Those motherfuckers had better not check their phone the week after Mania. Just <laughs> throw their phones away and just don't even deal with it. Because, yeah, they, you know, we, we do love to give them shit on this show. But, yeah, it, that was a complete all-time burial for those guys. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, also, uh, the winners of the Dusty Classic Tag Team Tournament choose to use their awarded title shot, not for the tag team titles, but to make the Stand and Deliver Women's Singles title match a fatal four-way match. What the absolute fuck? (laughs) I mean, I guess this is apropos, considering half the teams in the tournament didn't want to be in the tournament to begin with. But still, um, now there's there's been some conflicting reports. Um, Gigi may be injured, so that might be why they're trying to cover it up with that. Um, but there, it, still, I mean, they can they could have used that um, that title shot at some point, you know, down the road. Let her let her heal up through whatever she's dealing with. Uh, but still, what the fuck? You're winning a tag team tournament, mm-hmm. and still you're going to go after a singles championship instead. And then lastly, Red Velvet and Layla Hirsch for the eight, 83rd time <laughs> on AEW TV. I mean, no wonder why the crowd was not into that match. They've seen it so many times, and they don't have an emotional attachment. To your point earlier, DJ, yeah. they don't have an emotional attachment to either woman in that match. Nor who who really cares because they're gonna face each other in a week, maybe two weeks again. Anyway, doesn't fucking matter. What the fuck? Yeah, and um, I I gotta tell you, Michaels had mentioned Jay Lethal, and I, I and I'm just so 
I haven't been this heartbroken in, in, in so long because why why is his job is to job? I don't understand that. Um, this guy was the top of Ring of Honor. He First, he was with the foundation, and the group was even at the top at that time. And, um, oh, man. Um, help me out, Sin, Sin City Steve. Um, who's, who, who's over there at Impact from ROH? Kenny King. ROH, Kenny, yeah. The pure, uh, pure, pure champion. Oh, the pure chapter in Grisham? No, yes. Gresham's still champion. Gresham. Yeah. It's Gresham. Gresham. Thank you. Gresham's still yeah. champion. Yeah. Well, he, Gresham, Gresham is the world champion. He's not the pure champion. Right. Oh, that's right. That's You're right. right. You're right. That's right. Um, couldn't think of his name. Thanks, man. Having a brain for it. But, but um, yeah, so Gresham, he's over there at Impact. He, even, he showed back up this week, which was great to see him. But you see how he's being treated, you know, in a storyline compared to how lethal is being Treated and it just to me doesn't make any sense, you know. And, and even during Rampage, there had you know when he was backstage for a moment, he kind of when he was being interviewed, he was like, "Yeah, I guess I'm, I don't know what to do. I guess I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm back down on the list. What the fuck? You're Jay Lethal. I don't understand why. Oh man, I, I'm really hey, that's Impact. a what the fuck for me. Seriously, In- Impact. You know what that's called? It's called a lethal consequence. Mm. Okay. Well, I tell you. You remember that move he called it? Wasn't it called a lethal consequence? Wasn't that his signature move? Um, I'm not sure, but let me let me finish up right quick. <laughs> um, okay. Um, also, they had the tornado tag match. Now, this is the issue with the tornado tag match. AEW was acting like they only had two cameras, and there was a lot that was going on. How do you have two cameras? So when you have when you have a tornado tag match, we got four different things happening. It just doesn't make sense. I was confused. It Let doesn't just... make sense to call it a tornado tag match because there was no tags. Well, that that too. But it, it was just, it was tornado. hard to keep was... up with what everything was happening because that's that's what a tornado tag is. There are no tags. It's just yeah, people but you can't going... have any kind of semblance of a fucking match. When it's just a fucking no DQ all over the fucking what the fuck? And yeah, but, and, and, and it, but hold on, hold on. Isn't it just four people that get in the ring and anybody can tag anybody? Correct. Yeah, that's a tornado okay. tag. Okay, match. that's what I thought. It has right. tags. Yeah, <laughs> anybody. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was just a little iffy. I, I do have to pick on one SmackDown, and this is for you, Michael Cole. You never have many. Um, you I mean you're like the perfect. Uh, commentator, but you know, Kofi Kingston literally came out and says, um, "Yeah, there's going to be a match with Rich Holland tonight, but it's not going to be with me. It's going to be somebody else with the New Day." Which, of course, we brought back Kings uh, King Woods. Well, they get into the ring. You literally hear Michael Cole. I think I wrote a little bit down. Said Kofi Kingston goes one on one with Rich Holland. And then, and then when he finally sees that King Wood is in the ring, he goes, oh, wait a minute. It's actually Xavier Woods that has a match with Rich Holland. And then Pat McAfee says, well, that's kind of what Kofi alluded to. <laughs> it didn't even allude to. He literally said it that I don't have a match with you. Kings would do. So it's all good. I mean, Michael Cole had a moment. Maybe it's a senioritis, but it is a what the so, fuck. So, DJ... What's what's his name? 
King Woods? Xavier no, no, Woods? Holland. Holland. What's his first name? <laughs> what is his first name? Let me see. I put in. I have here Rick Collins. Rick. Rich Collins. Rick. Rich. Rick. Yeah. What is it? Reach. So you just ragged on Michael Cole about not <laughs> fucking paying attention. And for weeks on end, <laughs> the, ne- the guy's name is Ridge. R-I-D-G-E. Ridge. I thought it was Rich. Well, I, Ridge. Well, that's what I just said, Rich. Well, shit, it's, it's better than Butch. It's better than Butch. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you, Matt Michaels, for, for paying attention to know that his name is Ridge. You must be a big fan of Ridge Holland, because I'll show you. No, I just, I just watched the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Let's go into our next one, which is The Lookout. All right. How about you, Sin City? We go back to you. What you looking out yeah. for? So actually, this kind of ties in with uh, something that you had just mentioned, DJ. Um, I am l- going to be looking out for the character tweak or the edge or the heel turn that is going to happen with Jay Lethal. Um, I, I think that whatever whatever they do to his character is going to be great. Um, and quite frankly, he's kind of gotten stuck in the I'm just happy to be here kind of trope. And mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing that really sucks to see. Uh, so I definitely agree with you that, uh, you know, he's kind of, out in the middle of nowhere. Um, I, I don't know what they're going to do, but the fact that they gave him a backstage vignette mm-hmm. and they had him questioning what he needed to do differently, yeah. um, that, that definitely is a very good thing because that means that they know that they need to make a change. So be looking for some sort of a change. I'm sure that no matter what it is, Matt Michaels will surely bellyache, bitch, wine, gripe, and complain about it in about three weeks. Uh, elsewhere, um, something else I'm looking out for is the stable finally has a name, gentlemen, the Blackpool Combat Club. I love it. Um, I am, I'm very interested to see where this group consisting of William Regal uh, at the, the head of it, uh, along with Brian Danielson and mm-hmm. John Moxley. Um, they also uh, made allusion to the fact that Wheeler Yuta is going to attempt uh, to, you know, worm his way into that stable. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I really would like to see who else they're going to bring along. Um, because at this point it's obvious that they're going to use that to, you know, bring younger talent in underutilized talent, uh, get them over. And yeah, I'm, I'm very, very interested to see where all this goes. No doubt. Simon street. Uh, for me to be on the lookout for And it's because I didn't really get a chance to to, to really see her and what she needs to be is uh, Tiffany Stratton. Uh, I've been kind of watching her since she kind of came in. And she's somebody who has almost pretty much everything she needs. And I know there's a couple other people that you probably name on NXT 2.0. But she's somebody for me that stands out. Um, other than the fact that she's she's drop dead gorgeous. Um, she has very good athletic, uh, you know, prowess in the ring for the most part for how green she's supposed to be. 
Um, and the cool thing is she's really good on the mic and uh, she's somebody that I really want to see them push. And I do believe that's what they intend to do. So, so Tiffany Stratton, 100%. All right, cool. Matt Michaels. Well, Steve, I, I, I would go uh, a step further on uh, Apollo and Aziz and uh, basically say that everyone except Finn and Damian Priest, who will be on the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal this Friday, uh, should not check their phones because that's <laughs> if you're in the unemployment line, look for any of those guys because you'll probably see them just a stone's distance away. Um, yes, April 4th is Veer Day. Um, so, or as we like to call it, uh, uh, V uh, E Day, uh, right? V Day, Veer Day, <laughs> I, something like that. I don't know. Um, Sounds very green. Po possibly, possibly. It's 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 very infectious. Um, and you know, the lookout needs to go to all professional wrestlers. Um, protect your nuts, for God's sakes. For fifty plus years, guys have been taking nut shots, and no one seemed to have realized this yet. That uh, you know, apparently, nut shots are uh, the key to winning matches so um wear your cups and uh you know uh get that uh shot to protect you from ve day oh lord all right so cup your noodle <laughs> couple of things, <laughs> couple of things that i'm uh looking out for still i'm i'm ready for the josh alexander and moose match i'm ready for that title to go ahead and come to Josh Alexander. It was a great show uh, this past week where he pretty much just uh, beat up on Moose just for showing up at his house. And uh, hopefully Josh Alexander yelled at his wife, too, for even opening the door. But that's another story. What else I'm looking for? advocate spousal abuse? I said yell. I didn't say hit, Mr. Michaels. Uh, what I'm really looking out for also, night two of WrestleMania. I mean, you know what? If, I hope they stop with the two nights. Uh, but if they're going to keep going, it would just be night two. Okay? Because that, that's the card right there that I'm excited uh, to, to, to see. Um, but that's it for that. That's all I got. That's, um, let's move over into our best in show. And um, let's do that right now. All right. Best in show for me, again, top to bottom, was just uh, NXT 2.0. Uh, I enjoyed all of the matches that we got a chance to see. Um, Storylines was great. Braun Breaker Bobby Roode. <laughs> I haven't seen Bobby Roode, you know. <laughs> Uh, in a match, Mr. Glorious in a, in a minute. But, again, it was it was cool to see that. Uh, Grayson Waller, listen, man, this guy right here, It's it took me a minute, but out of all the 2.0 guys, um, I'm, def, I'm, I'm a fan of this dude right here. I think he's going to be Mr. Ultimate Heel Guy. He does he, – he, he plays it well. And I love that move he does, that, that running between the ropes – Doing the finisher, I, I just I just think that's great as well. Uh, NXT was definitely the uh, the show uh, for the week for me. 
How about you, Simon Street? What do you choose? Uh, mine is very similar to yours. NXT 2.0 actually just had a really good uh, lead and everything up to uh, Standard Deliver happening on um, April 2nd. Um, like Things is looking good, man. You got the, the Fatal 5-Way ladder match, North American Championship. I mean, you got singles match. With, I didn't think I was going to care about uh, uh, Tony D'Angelo and Tommaso Ciampa, but after this week, I kind of care. You know, then you got Mandy Rose versus Cora J versus Io Shirai, you know, and, and Kaylee Ray. I mean, like, it just the card looks stacked. I'm almost kind of, like, beating myself up because, you know, I ain't going to go. But uh, at the end of the day, it's still going to be a good show, and I'm going to watch it. And NXT just did a good job. They made me care about uh, Standard Deliver coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how is it for you, Matt Michaels? Raw all day. Raw. Can't go wrong, man. A little Seth Rollins goes a long way. And uh, in terms of getting the, uh, you know, the momentum going into WrestleMania, yeah, hands down, Raw. No doubt. And how about you, Sin City Steve? AEW Dynamite. Yeah. Point blank. Point blank. It, it, <laughs> honestly, from, from top to bottom, outside of the, uh, the Layla Hirsch match that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, completely enjoyable two hours of TV. I wish I wish every every wrestling show that I watched during the week went as fast for me as Dynamite did. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Michaels. I don't know what to tell you. Oh my God! Well, I think hey man, still bro. on match three right now. Hey bro. Still going. Look, I, I I get it that you that you much rather prefer angles and and storylines and things like that to end ring product. It's just hey, it's oh, yeah, it's not it's not it's not it's not your style or not your flavor of ice cream, bro. Sting and I get and it. Matt, Sting and Matt Hardy fucking uh, wrestling in that fucking abomination. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I see where storylines and plot and stuff. Uh, but you know, I I will say this in City Steve, I agree with you because, like I said, mentioned earlier with the match with Ricky Starks in Strickland, I didn't even care about the damn belt. It was a good, still a good match. So they I mean, AEW seems to do that a lot. They put on a hell of a match, and and quite honestly, I didn't even talk about it because it was on Rampage, which was the worst show that I saw this week. So there's that. Well, there you go. All right, everybody, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. If you are hanging out with us and watching us live, get ready to jump back on as we're going to record our three count. We got three good topics for you, and if you're watching us live, you are reading what those topics are going to be. And so um, you always can uh, know when we're online just by going on our Facebook uh, IG or Twitch and just uh, follow, and you should get the notifications and um, we always appreciate when you hop on and throw comments on. It's fun and it's exciting. So we're going to get right to that. And again, this is WrestleMania week. We will hopefully see some of you all out there in Dallas. We're going to be hitting up some of the indie shows. Keep it locked on our social media. We'll also uh, let you know as well uh, what's going on around town and uh, where we might be also. Okay. So with that, we will see you next time. Prepare for a three count. Also, thanks for downloading our um, our podcast as well. If you do that, till then. Peace. Vegas bad boys of podcasting.